Good afternoon, my AOWs, and happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving weekend. I am recording this as I almost always do live Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. And we're going to talk about gratitude. Uh, Essentially, I really want to thank all of you, my listeners, my support crew, my AOWs, and all the reasons why I think your support really pours into not just me, but to really making a big change in women's health. Let's do it. Welcome to Health by Heather Hirsch, a podcast dedicated to uncovering many of the women's health issues many of us are wondering about, but few of us are talking about. My mission is to expose the current gaps in knowledge and care on all things women's health. Enjoy. Today's podcast is sponsored by Sweet Spot Labs. Intimate dryness is one of the menopausal symptoms I get asked about most in my practice. And it's no wonder estrogen is to the vulva what collagen is to the face. As estrogen decreases, so does the natural moisture in your intimate skin, such as the labia and hair bearing areas, which can lead to itching, burning, and increased sensitivity. The product I recommend to rescue intimate skin from this discomfort is Rescue Balm from Sweet Spot Labs. No joke. It's an ultra rich intimate moisturizer that is 100% naturally derived and packaged with active levels of collide oatmeal, zinc oxide, sweet almond oil to soothe and protect intimate skin. I not only love what's in it because it really works, but also what's not in it. So Sweet Spot Labs has been pioneering clean, intimate skincare since 2003. And they formulate without any common irritants, allergens, hormones, hormone disruptors, or yeast food sources. Rescue Balm is free from water, preservatives, fragrance, silicones, propylene glycol, steroids, hormones, parabens, glycerin, and even from poor clogging ingredients like coconut oil, just to name a few. And like all Sweet Spot Labs products, Rescue Balm is hypoallergenic and clinically proven by unbiased third-party gynecologists and dermatologists to be non-irritating on intimate skin, even with daily use. That's why I really, really feel comfortable recommending it to anyone and everyone, including me, and even those with very sensitive skin. Visit Sweet Spot Labs. And use code Dr. Hirsch for 20% off your first order. That's S-W-E-E-T-S-P-O-T-L-A-B-S.com and use code Dr. Hirsch for 20% off. All right. Truth be told, right from the get-go, this episode today is really a thank you letter, a thank you note, a thank you podcast to all of you for how, how, how much your support has really changed my life. And I don't think I necessarily am going to this with any midlife and menopause and hormone therapy gems, but I think it is really important when we think about gratitude to put it out into the world. And it's a weird thing because something like this is a way for like me to get like a one-sided message out to the world. And you certainly probably feel as though there's no good way to send me messages back or you know, or like literally how to, should I DM her? Should I email her? Should I join her course? Of course, join the course. But the truth of the matter is that in some way, shape or form, I feel your energy coming back to me. 
I feel it. I feel it coming back to me. I, I can see some data. I, I, I hear some feedback, like from my patients, from my students, people will tell me all the time. I love your podcast. I'm so glad I stumbled upon this. Uh, I have a question about this. Oh, I'd love an episode on this. And it has been an immense part of my success, an immense part of what has helped me grow and to learn and to shape shift a little bit into what I really think the people want to know, want to learn, want change on. And so I think one of these important things here is that I feel as though I feel your energy back. And that's an amazing thing. And I can tell that the energy is full of excitement and wonder and curiosity and like, oh my gosh, why didn't I know that about this sooner? Oh my gosh, I have to get, tell my friend about this. She have to listen to this episode. I have to share this one episode. And those kinds of things I can see, I can see this like very small ripple effect. So I started this podcast. If you haven't been following me for a long time, if you're an OG, you've, you might already know the story, but if you haven't been following me for a long time, I started my podcast back in 2016 on my maternity leave. I had just had my son and I had been thinking about starting a blog or doing something. I had finished fellowship from Cleveland Clinic in 2016. I was working at the Ohio State in 2016. 17. And I started to get these ideas. I remember thinking, it's so unfair that women don't know this about their bodies. It's so unfair that women aren't taught anything. It's so unfair. The myths and misconceptions and the stigma and the taboo and this and the that. So I was like, I'm going to start a blog. And my best friend, Lindsay Miller is like, please, please do not start a blog. I love you, Heather, but you don't have the best grammar. You know, if you also follow my Instagram, look, I spelling errors uh, abundant. My sisters will always text me like, Heather, you have to take this down. You know, But like, listen, I, I don't, I, I, I just am who I am. I am who I am. And that's one of the things that we should all be grateful for, especially in midlife. You know, we should all be grateful that we're starting to actually feel more comfortable with just like who we are and the world can take it or leave it. Okay. I misspell something in my caption. Who cares? I think I do enough like public surface education to like get away with it. But so she really encouraged me to do a podcast. And I thought this in 2018 was like this like wild and crazy idea. I was like, no doctors are doing podcasts. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. Hold hold my horses, Heather. But it was really the very first thing, this podcast that you're listening to is like the very first little like step in the like Heather Hirsch world of there's more than just seeing patients in my clinic, which I love doing and I always want to do, but that I have these ideas. I have this innovation. I want to make social change. I want to make medical change. I want to make things better. It was the very first thing I ever did in 2018. Um, and I spent my maternity leave, oh my gosh, in the basement of Columbus, like learning how to make a website, trying to learn how to code. I had like my two laptops going. I'm like watching YouTube and making a website at the same time and like trying to figure all this stuff out. And it was such a fun moment to actually somehow figure this out. Plus it really gave my postpartum anxiety, like something to do. Otherwise it would just have turned into like cleaning my house on maternity leave. So it was, it was great. Like my little baby would sleep in his little kangaroo sack when I would podcast. If you go back to like episode, like 10 or nine, like you can hear him squeaking in them. It's, it's great. It's beautiful. 
at the, at the time then I had an Instagram account and I think I started that actually, I'm pretty sure it was like May of 2017. So then like a year later, I started this podcast and I remember the very first time I posted on my professional account, not like my personal account. And, you know, I had like four followers and I was like, just wait until the world notices, you know, and by all intents and purposes, I don't have the biggest following, but I have the best following the best, because if you follow me or you listen to my show, like, you know, I have actually what, what, what people, what people actually look for when they look at your social media following, if you care is engagement and comments and just, you know, sharing and resharing and discussing things in the comments. And so my engagement is just wild. So you don't need a million followers who don't, really contribute to the conversation or share it to their friends. And so in, in, in a sense, like you guys are the best followers. You give me with your questions, with your comments, with things that you guys, you know, stir amongst each other, all the ideas of all the content that I have generated since there has been pretty much like a, a picking up of the content I've been putting out there. The rest of the wheel has all been from you guys. Really, it really has. And so I'm so thankful for that. I am so, so thankful that you engage, that this is interesting, that you're not afraid to ask me questions, that you're not afraid to um, actually then actually have dinner conversations with your friends about this, that you actually listen to me talk in my cedar closet that I painted. If you want the whole story, yes, it's on my subscriber only show. And thank you if you subscribe to that, because that little bit actually really has motivated me also because you know, like during the years, I really had to figure out how was I going to do all this stuff. Um, plus have a full-time job seeing patients and teach and precept and do research. Oh, and be a parent and then write a book. You know, it's just like, it was wild. Is, is it self-inflicted? Totally, totally, totally self-inflicted. Okay. Where was I? So I started my podcast in 2018 and I had no idea what I was doing and I wasn't really consistent. Um, and that's okay. I was learning. I was, uh, you know, doing some interviews, my very good friend, Melissa Gallo, who's a physical therapist I've had on the show multiple times. And I should have her back on again. It was my very first guest. We sat in the basement of Columbus at my kids, uh, like little kitty table where they drew, drew and played with Play-Doh and did our first episode. And there's a great, you know what I should do? There's a great old episode that my very best friend Lindsay Miller did with me um, also back in 2018 or 2019 where she interviewed me. It was really, really funny. It's like episode six or seven. I, sh I should put on my subscriber only show just so I can like bump it up if you want to listen to it because it's so, it's so good. And I had no idea what I was doing. No idea. But I kept with it and I learned a lot. I learned so much and I'm so grateful. Like because you guys gave me the chance to stumble, to misnumber my podcast sometimes, to uh, who knows what, you know, just be myself. And you kept listening and you kept responding and you kept giving me more and more and more ideas. So the pandemic hit. Sorry, this is totally turning into story time. I hope you're enjoying this. The pandemic hit and I was like, okay, I challenged myself to do a podcast every week. And then that really, really made me consistent. That really made me good. That really made me know how to sit down in a chair and do a podcast and not edit it. That's that's what I do. I sit and talk and you get the end. And it's just allowed me so many things. Like from my podcast, grew my social media and, you know, grew 
these ideas, they made me go to work with a different lens. They made me see patients with a different lens. You guys have made me better doctor for sure. Some of you are my patients and you guys, you know, we only have a few minutes together in the entire, all the minutes that we have in the world while we're on this earth. And I tell my patients this all the time, whenever they get me, like if I'm like leaving an institution, like I, I left Ohio and that's still very fresh in my mind. I left Boston. And if I got to see you during one of those times, like I tell my patients all the time, like I have learned so much from you. And I'm so grateful. My patients always say, oh my gosh, I couldn't do this without you. I would be, and and I, I, I think that that, yes, I think that I helped you get there. Um, and I'm super excited. And those kinds of conversations really make me want to be able to reach millions and millions of women because I really actually think it's possible. I actually really think it's possible. But you, I think about all of you guys like at night when I shut my eyes, when I, you know, think about the moments that have like kept me going Um, because we're all human and, you know, I have sick kids at home and I'm sick half, you know, and then we're wearing masks and, you know, which we should, but you know, like we can't breathe this and that. Everything has been just so hard, you know, and we've all been doing a really amazing job. I think women, particularly my midlife patients, like we really support each other. We really hold each other up. Um, and it's, 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 it's really so exciting. So, you know, I, I, I had this different frame of mind. I started thinking about writing a book and I got a book, I got a literary agent and a book deal. I mean, that's wild. I feel like that's because of you, you know, um, when I, um, so I, so, so my book comes out in June, just so you know, you can always, you can pre-order my book. If you're a big super fan, pre-order the book. That would be so awesome. It's kind of like a way that the book publishers start to know like, oh, is there some interest already as they're like publishing the book and et cetera, et cetera. So it's, it's kind of a small marker for them of maybe how this book might do, but we'll see fingers crossed, you know, do I want a New York times bestseller? Yes. Do I think it should be? Oh my gosh, this book is so good. But, um, where was I? So I wrote the book and my writer, Stacey Clino, she helped me write because I am not a writer. I am a doctor and I don't know. I don't know grammar. Remember back to my friend, Lindsay telling me, do not do a blog, right? So she and I, blood, sweat, and tears does not, literally does not explain how hard this process was. Like she literally, I feel like breached her hand into my brain and like pulled things out for me, like the depths of my soul that I didn't think I had anymore. But we used so many, or I use so many um, examples of stories of patients, which is you guys, which is you guys. Um, and don't worry, names have been changed. Although all my patients are like, don't change my name. I'm totally fine. But like names have been changed, you know, things have been changed. But, but I, I, I have so much inspiration to write that book from all of the stories, just from all of the last decade of seeing patients. And this book is amazing, right? So we had nine publisher meetings with five of the big publishing houses. And then um, I can't remember now, I think we had six or seven bids on the book. It's kind of like selling a house. I had no idea of this like until like last year. At the same time, I had a premature baby in the NICU and just, just made it through, just made it through. And the book comes out in June and I've had to reread it a billion times. Um, just because it's going through all the different processes and it's so amazing. It's called unlock your menopause type. And I talk about six different types and I think now I'm going a little bit off. 
on my book. But this is the first book to include young women, uh, hopefully a book that young women, women with BRCA or high-risk genetic mutations, women going through menopause for chemo can also actually have as a guide. It's not just for natural menopause, but there's natural talk about natural menopause. I talk about mood kinds of menopause. And then I even talk about silent menopause. What if you're the one, the, the, the one friend that doesn't have any symptoms? You probably don't listen to this podcast, but the one friend with no symptoms, she's in the book too. Everyone, everyone. And sort of what that means for you and how to kind of tailor what you could use or what you could need. And it's just, it's, it's amazing. I really hope it is the first handbook of menopause um, you know, to come around in the, in the next, whatever, decade or century. And, um, I couldn't have done all of that without this social media following, without the engagement of my social media, without the support, without the growth, without you guys sharing and commenting and liking and watching my stories. <laughs> it sounds really silly, but this is a two way street. It just doesn't exist in a vacuum. Now, while I'm sitting in this cedar closet that I painted that smells mountain fresh, you know, I I am reminded of how important this part, how, how actually, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I, I'm really reminded of how it feels like we're very, there feels like, you know, there's there's certainly gaps in time and space and boundaries, but that... All the things that I, I, you engage with me on really help to shape what I end up talking about. Oftentimes, you know, questions you guys send me will be podcasts. Um, I'll do polls on my Instagram stories. You guys give me great ideas. I'll screenshot that. I'll save it when I have a rainy day. And I'm like, I, had, I have to pull a podcast out. I look right at that. And you guys have, you know, tell me exactly what you want. And it is so helpful. It's so inspiring. All right. So gratitude. I am definitely not a gratitude specialist or a psychologist here, but gratitude is a really easy thing to change your day around. And if I can tell you some of the lessons I've learned from my gratitude podcast I did with not with Dr. Natalie Dottillo. I probably posted it last Thanksgiving and the Thanksgiving before that. But gratitude is this very simple trick to turn your day around very quickly to just be grateful for the things. And of course, of course, around Thanksgiving, it's kind of the time to start thinking about gratitude, just being, having a cup of coffee, not having to go to work or sleeping in a little bit or getting to do the turkey trot with your high school friend. Whatever it is, those are really the moments. Yes, I'm grateful to have a book deal. And yes, I'm grateful um, that I, you know, but it is really the little moments that are going to, it is really the little moments that are, are really going to make this feel more real because those highs only last and they only come every once in a while. And if you're shooting for those, you always miss all the good stuff in between. So I'm really, really grateful for you, for your support, for giving me amazing content ideas um, to help me be more creative, to push me to be, uh, like even get on YouTube, you know, <laughs> get in front of a camera and talk to it is a really awkward thing to do, but people liked that also. And, you know, it just inspires me. It motivates me to do more. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. 
I hope you guys have a wonderful and safe Thanksgiving. And I hope you can find little things or many things that you're grateful for. And if you have any podcast comments, suggestions, recommendation, oh, guests that should be on, you know, it, send me a, a, a message on my Instagram. I'm at Heather Hersham D across all my social media platforms. And I really do love to hear from you. I, it's really hard to respond to everybody. Um, and it's hard to respond quickly. And sometimes I find a message like two months later, but those are super, super impactful. So if you feel like you're sending it a little bit into a vacuum, I get it. I do that too when I message other people, um, but but you're not. So, all right, guys, I will see you next week for a brand new episode and thanks. Bye. If I haven't already done so, thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to my show. Consider subscribing so you never miss an episode. Also, if you love the show, your stars or a quick review could really help other women who are searching for information on menopause and midlife around the globe find this show. If you want to work with me, consider the Reclaiming Menopause Masterclass. The link for that is in the description to this show. Thank you again from the bottom of my heart for all your support, and I'll see you next week for a brand new episode. Thank you.